It's George here, joined as always by Moncom McGann, who takes me to strange places. To be honest, nothing stranger than last week in Greenland, um, which was cold and expensive. Uh, now, we're travelling the wider world here, as is our wont. Ireland we on one week, Europe on the next, and then the wider world on third week. So it's the, the wide world week. Where are we going? We're going where Elizabeth Taylor and Sinatra used to take their holidays. So there should be a Marriott or some sort of hotel that is going to please you, I hope. We're going to go to Mexico, but Mexico's Pacific coast rather than the Caribbean. You know, so most people in Ireland will know Cancun in terms of Mexico. And every American college student. Yes, who exactly. spends uh, midterm down there. Yeah, and budget travel still go there. And I will, I'll cover you, I'll cover the Yucatan Peninsula and Cancun in another week because there are ways of getting a cheap charter flight there and seeing some wonderful stuff. All right, stuff. but you're going the other coast. I am, I'm going to the Pacific coast. And the reason I want to go there is because it's, uh, it's overlooked and it also is, um, sort of people worry about it now because of the drug Wars on along the border and the the propensity of beheadings that were happening in the in the area. Tourism tourists have never been um, focuses for any of this this um, drug lord fighting in Mexico at the moment. It isn't a problem. You know, the numbers, the perception is Mexico is now dangerous and it's cutting down the numbers. It really isn't a problem. All right. First of all, let's get there. Okay. So let's say you're going. The thing to think about is first. You know, we have this sense of of Mexico just from American bandito movies or from Tex-Mex food or are those package holidays to Cancun, and that is all those elements which have been influenced by America. The further you get down, the more pure, the more you're getting into little pueblitos of traditional sort of colonial architecture, phenomenal old um, pre-Hispanic Mayan and Inca and Aztec uh, culture, or not Inca, but Mayan and Aztec cultures, um, and sort of that fiesta culture that is so much a part of of Mexico. So you fly to? Well, let's say you're, well, you see... Let's say you're flying to San Diego. So most people will come at it from the north, from the United States. So um, like along that west coast, you're you're starting San Diego and then Baja California. You know, straight south of San Diego in America is Baja California, which is this part of Mexico which has almost been too Californianized, too Americanized. Yeah, San Diego is is like a hop, skip, and a jump to Mexico. Yeah, like it's a huge Mexican influence when you go to San Diego. Exactly. Uh, now, thinking of Irish people, mm-hmm. are you recommend they fly to San Francisco, direct flight with Aer Lingus, and go down that way? It's... Fly to Orlando, direct flight with Aer Lingus, and go <laughs> that way. If you're this loyal to Aer Lingus, fly no, fly to New York with Aer Lingus, JetBlue to somewhere like Houston, Texas. Texas and uh, fly down to Mexico. I was thinking more uh, either KLM or American Airlines. I what I would to do, Mexico City. No, I try and avoid those. I, what I do is I try and get directly to Puerto Vallarta. Now you're not going to go directly, which uh, there's no directly. No, clearly not. No, but uh, the places I want. So, like I'm talking this Pacific coast. Okay, so it starts off at um, Tijuana, the border, yeah. or the border crossing straight A south. Dreadful place. Yes, straight south of Dia- of of, um, of San Diego, and that's the problem. Often people's taste of Mexico is they're in America, they're in California, or they're in Arizona, and they, they, they'll take that or Texas, and they'll take that quick hop either to Tijuana, Mexicali, Nogales. And these are, as you say... day trip. Yeah, and they're dens of total iniquity. You know, they're places where you now go for cheap tequila or margarita or cheap Viagra 
Um, and it, they were set up during American Prohibition as places that America could release their their sort of more oppressed needs in another country. And they polluted that and they pollute people's perception of, of, Mexi- of Mexico. So Tijuana is the first, uh, the first sort of town along this Pacific coast. You're going to go down and what I want to look at is, well, Las Moches, then Mazatlan, Puerto Vallarta and down to, um, to Acapulco. Now, if you're going straight to Puerto Vallarta, all of these are resort towns. Like Mexico has in total 10,000 kilometres of phenomenal coastline, either between the Caribbean and the Pacific. Um, but all along this area, along the, the Pacific coast, is like pristine white coves, beautiful soaring cliffs. And the best thing to do is to do a trip along that coast, down starting in Los Moches. Uh, so you were asking about flights. It depends where you're going to fly into. You know, there's no... Like, Gu- uh, Guadalajara is the main city of the area, which is beautiful. Guadalajara is like... Has all the charm of Los Mo- of, of Mexico City, but none of the chaos. You know, Mexico City is just a total mehedrek. Me- it's phenomenal. It's like New York. It's like such an innovative artistic place. But Guadalajara is lush. It's green. It's tranquil. It's calm. It's only 1.5 million people. Um, lovely green areas, lovely old colonial buildings... And this relaxed set, like, and is that where you fly to? Well, you no. could, but I'd prefer to fly directly. As I say, either you know, not you can't direct directly from Dublin, but via London or via some European capital to Puerto Vallarta. With Iberia, you'll get there for about nine hundred and eighty euros from Dublin. So you know, Dublin down to Madrid, and then across to Puerto Vallarta. Right, okay. Or American Airlines, Dublin to any of the, the hubs, American Airlines for eight hundred and eighty euros. See, you're talking about me being uh, loyal to Erlingas. Mm. These are all IAG. Like uh, they're all they're all part of this now enormous airline, mm-hmm. British Airways, Iberia, Aer Lingus are all IAG. I agree. So, and I mean, I love flying Aer Lingus. I, what I always try and do in this program is to find you the very cheapest flight. And Aer Lingus don't go for the cheapest flight. That's not what they want. You know, they want to find it, it, first. It's going to it'll it'll. It'll take you a lot less to travel with Aer Lingus just because it's, you're going direct to America, as you say. But often I'm trying to pitch, where's the cheapest way to get this, to try and lure people there? Um, like for another 100 euros, you'll go with Aer Lingus. So, so, so I, do, I don't mean to attack it. Um, okay, you're, you're going to this area. The first place you're going to come across is Los Moches. It's the first resort town. It, to be honest, it's not very beautiful anymore. It was sort of, it's, it's past its prime. But it's the hub for going um, to El Barranco, El Barranque del Cobre, Copper Canyon, we looked at this, I think, once of when we were doing trains. It's basically the largest um, canyon in in the Americas. So it's twice as deep as the Grand Canyon, four times as wide. And there's this wonderful train that goes from Los Moches, that goes from the coast 800 feet right up into the height of the Sierra Madre Mountains to where the Tarahumara Indians live, who are sort of descendants of the Aztecs, you know, one of the last truly indigenous people in an area that's considered one of the last wilderness areas south of the Arctic. So it's it's a beautiful area. The train will go along this jungle, looking down the canyon walls into sort of cactus plateaus below you. And right at the bottom of the valley are the Tarahumara, who still, they're famous for still running after their prey. So if, you go to, if you're going down the coast, stop in Los Muches to do that trip into the Sierra Madres. You're keeping on down then. Next town you're going to get to is Mazatlan. Mazatlan, again, uh, sort of a tourist place known for its timeshare condos, the Yank, the Americans on spring break. But 
old Mazatlan, the old cobbled streets right in the centre with the lovely yellow 19th century church and the sort of the Teatro Angela Peralta, which was this opera house built in the 1870s that's now been renovated into a gorgeous like performance space um, is has all that charm that you're looking for of late 19th century. Yeah, how are you getting, are you still on train now? No, or I'm, I'm driving a car or you yeah, could just, oh yeah? Yeah, or taking buses. From all of these, there's buses linking them all. You could sort yeah. of, you know, But you're like, this is a bit now like um, the movie with Catherine Turner and Michael Douglas mm-hmm. you're sitting next to a woman with a chicken in her lap and stuff are you? <laughs> on the bus yeah I mean, or you could rent a car so depending what you but yeah exactly. we'll rent a car or do you could do trains no we'll rent a car okay. do you mind yeah well what I want you to do to be fair this would probably all take three weeks if you were doing it so I'm just hoping that one of these areas will, will interest you Mazatlan does have Mazatlan does have the modern hotel area the Zona Hotel into the north of town which is sort of you know it's it's just nasty hotels but the beaches are, <laughs> I've never met anybody so opposed to hotels in my life than you but it, it doesn't have that culture whereas you know the Pueblo Viejo the old town square you're still having lovely colonial buildings uh, all around the Plazuela Machado which is this sort of cobbled street area where at night all the cafes will come out onto the street and it's all it's not tourists you're seeing there it's the local Mexican families particularly on a Sunday they'll go for their walk and then they'll eat uh, out uh, on the terrace Um, Hold on you mentioned an interesting word Mm -hmm. I mean last week you were selling me whale meat and all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. which I wasn't interested in I'm quite interested in Mexican food. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so these areas, the, the regions we're going to are Sinola, Jalisco and Colima. And they're all famous for their food, basically ch- chili. So this is the most verdant area of Mexico. So most of the great maize crops, the most vegetables we're thinking of Mexico, they come from this area and are supplied to the more arid areas to the northern desert or the more jungle-fetid uh, tropical areas to the south. Um, so, the, I mean, the great the great dishes are, you know, green pozole, which is pozole is this salsa verde-based dish with hominy, which is a, sort of the kernels of maize, of dried maize, that they soak up the juices of the chili and the peppers and the tomatoes. And then the meat is either chicken or pork in that. They also have birria, which is a spicy stew. And again, it can be made with mutton, with goat or with pork or chicken. And again, full of um, peppers and sort of and, and, and local spices. You can imagine, it is famous for fish. The main fish is this um, mahi-mahi, which is called yeah, dolphin fish. That's right, yeah. You but get a lot of mahi-mahi in, a, in America yeah. now. Can I just say, please, for listeners who are want, or thinking about going to Mexico, but, you know, it, it, they, they're not sure. Um, but if they go to Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. they will find the greatest Mexican restaurant in America. Hmm. And it's run by Maria. And it's called Maria. uh, Maria's. And Maria's about 85. Uh, And she runs the restaurant. And uh, her sons and her daughters and everybody is there. And I brought Conor O'Shea there. We were over for Rugby International. mm -hmm. I brought Conor O'Shea there. You just go in and you sit down and you say, hello, we're here, like for lunch or Mm -hmm. dinner. And then leave it to Maria. Mm. Well, last week I finally had a wonderful taco in Dublin. Like, finally, Mexican cuisine, real, not no, Tex Mex. No, there's no Mexican cuisine in Dublin. There wasn't. It was all Tex Mex or cheesy stuff. But now you see more Mexicans have come to Dublin. So we thought, when are they going to set up their first like restaurant? And they don't. But there's a taco stand in. Merchant's Arch is not the arch leading to the Haypenny Bridge in Temple Bar. Yeah, yes, it is. Right underneath that march, on your left-hand side, if you're going towards Haypenny Bridge, there's just a little taco stand, and there's a man there, and he will do. Like as I said, I'm just back from a month in San Francisco in May, and I was going around every single um, taco place in the in the mission, trying to find the best. 
this one in Merchant's Arch is up there. It's really, really good. Wow. It's just a little hole in the wall, but it's worth trying. And maybe that's the first step of finally we might get good Mexican food. All right. Um, okay. Yeah. The Temple Bar Market has a has a, a woman, Irish woman, married to a Mexican who's got a stall, and she does great um, that dish I was saying, the green pozole with the okay. like even to try and find those those um, hominy, the the kernel lime, maize kernel was impossible a few years ago. Okay. So great food, all based as you said on and sort of great chili sauces. swimming, presumably on the beach. Oh, yeah, and what this area is famous for, you've seen your Elvis movie, your Elvis in Acapulco diving. This is the area. So oh, diving from the rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start, it's only started in the 1930s as a way of sort of because of American tourists going there. It's a way to interest them. So that first place I said, Mazatlan has had these, they're called clavadistas, these cl- cl- cliff divers. And they'll high, you know, go to the highest point in the rock and throw themselves in a tiny cove they're doing it for tips you know they're doing they're risking their life for the spectacle for tourists at the last show at night uh, particularly down in Acapulco they'll have flame beacons beacons on fire and they'll dive into the water with these and extinguish them because more people are Mm -hmm. catastrophically injured diving Mm -hmm. than rugby really Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, diving is an extremely <laughs> yeah, dangerous yeah. thing. You get your timing wrong. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, good night, Joseph. Yeah, but that's well. That's with all the yeah, all your tanks, as you say, and coming to come up. Do you remember I was talking to you about in Sligo? They're doing free diving now, which is without tanks. You just dive yeah. right down. But that has its own dangers. If you conk out, yeah, you're you're gone too. Okay, we we do agree. Um, so Mazatlan, the first place. The next probably place is Tequila, the town of Tequila. Um. For, People don't visit Tequila. It is a phenomenal place. So it's a bit inland. It's like maybe about four hours from Puerto Vallarta and about an hour from Guadalajara. Uh, And it is a 16th century church in the middle of a perfect old cobbled colonial square. And on the way in, all of the tequila in the world is created in the distilleries here. So the all of the tequila comes from this place. It has to be because otherwise it can't be called tequila. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's like champagne. Yeah, exactly. It it's uh, called for the region. Yeah, and you will see. I mean, you will be offered tequila of such sophistication because there's also we normally sort of get the three month old tequila here, but the five year old specific that they keep in the distilleries themselves. So the Jose Cuerva, or the Suava, and the La Rojena distilleries are all in the along the streets of of tequila, and as you're driving in, all you're seeing is the aguave cactuses all around in the fields. They look like little um, pineapple cactuses with a little pineapple in the middle of them. But it's not the pineapple that's And that's, that's used. where tequila comes from. Yeah, so the, the little plant, only it, like, it'll take 10 years to mature and then you chop the leaves and one plant will create about 5 litres, about 5 bottles of tequila. But the smell is in the air in the whole town and they're, they're amazing at having fiestas and parties. Like as you, if you drive, <laughs> this is lethal, you've hired your car, okay, you drive into town, whatever road, there's only three main roads into, into tequila you wind down your window and there's all these pretty women from all the distilleries with little tequila shots on, on, on trays in their hand handing them out to you you open the, you open the window and you just down a few shots of tequila they're trying to entice you into their distillery uh, later on in the day it's, it's lethal like that last that last sort of 400 yards into tequila to find your hotel gets very dangerous anyway it's a traditional place. It's kept that tradition alive. It's still old men, you know, hanging around playing games or smoking on the on the mar- on the sort of the side of the street. Music, mariachi. So this area is where mariachi came from. This area is where those big sombrero hats came from. It's where the rodeo came from. It's where a lot of traditions we associate with with Mexico that have been polluted when you go up north towards the border. They still have that purity. There's still family events, cultural heritage events in this area. 
tequila, as you'll learn in, in the drink, was created by the Toltec Indians about 200 years ago. And they're immensely proud of it. And it's, for them, it's as fine as a good whiskey. You know, when, they have all, when you see all the subtleties of all their drink. That, and they'll show you how they're fermented with bugs and insects. So if, you're in, if you are flying into Guadalajara, a good thing to do is to take a train. There's a, like a tourist train from Guadalajara to tequila um, with mariachi bands on board and you know, tequila tastings on the way down. Uh, but the problem is you really want to spend a few days. I spent New Year's Eve in tequila a few years ago. It was magical. Anyway, back to the coast again, back to Puerto Vallarta, which I haven't covered yet, which is four hours from tequila. Puerto Vallarta was this big tourist area that became sort of over-touristified and seedy, but has regained itself. A load of sort of artists and people, middle-class people with money, have moved in to the old town and recreated, refurbished the old colonial buildings. And it's now, it's a student town, it's, a, it's affluent, it's a load of artists hanging there, um, and God, some really beautiful beaches. You've been very, I think you've been remiss, oh. to be honest, oh, well. in not talking about the beaches of Mexico. I know I do it. And of course, the famous beach of Puerto, of Puerto Vallarta is Miss Maloya, where uh, <laughs> Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor had their scandalous romance, which All was right. credited for putting Puerto Vallarta you, first you, on the map. Yeah. You don't swim, do you? I do, I swim every day. Well, in summer, I try and swim every day. All right, well, I can't understand why you're not talking about swimming. As you say, these perfect white sand coves, going out, dolphins in the water, as you say, beautiful places to dive off, and the warmth of the water. It's not so hot. It's not like Caribbean warmth. It's just this perfect temperature. And there's hidden coves, coves. you just go, like, the whole region is either reef, coral reefs, um, cliffs, or, or, or beaches. So you just go and you'll find your own hidden strand if you don't like the big beaches. The famous beaches, as I said, in Puerto Vallarta, well, Miss Malaya, Miss Malaya, because of Burton Tyler, but also Playa Los Altas and Playa de las Muertos. De las Muertos is, you know, the beach of the dead. Uh, but it is still, it's spectacular. Don't, don't mind the name. Uh, right in the heart of, of Puerto Vallarta is the Gringo Gulch, where all these gringos have moved in, which it is still beautiful. It's like they sort of, you know, they touristified it. Um, they've... Um, you know, Temple Barda, but it is, it does look beautiful. North of it is the huge uh, marina for the, the super yachts um, and sort of all the big hotels that you're going to find your Marriott and all. But the thing is, you will still find wonderful eco tours leading, well, in winter you'll have whale trips out into the bay, seeing the whales as they're going down uh, right. the coast. From... I had enough whales last week in Greenland to last <laughs> me a lifetime. Okay, okay. Uh, there's some nice sea kayaking, like, because the seas are relatively calm here. The waters, as you said, are warm. Uh, I try, yeah, I wanted you, I wanted to encourage you to sea kayak last week in uh, in Greenland, but the problem is, you know, if you had fallen in, you're dead immediately. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. At least if you fall into the water in Mexico, providing you can swim, you're going to be okay. Yeah. So where have we got? We're do- going along the Pacific yeah, well, Coast. Yeah, we're running out of time, okay, so we're trying to all... put the foot ah, down yeah, in the car. We're trying all the lovely food. I want you to turn inland a little bit. So towards Guadalajara is Lake Chapala. Lake Chapala is an inland lake. Uh, isn't, it is the water in Lake Chapala is actually too hot to swim in, or at least for me it was a bit it was a bit fetid. Um, but it's a it's just a chilled out place. It was first like in the uh, 1904, the president at the time who was um, Porfiro Diaz holiday there and suddenly put it on the map. And it's like a lake district. It's just a quiet, calm area where middle class Mexicans will go to holiday. It was made famous because in D H Lawrence and Tennessee Williams later stayed there. And it's just a really relaxed, chill place that's unlike it. It doesn't have that fiesta culture. It's not about margaritas and sombreros it's just about chilling in a lovely place with like lovely mountains and, and the lake back to the coast 
and you're going to the main centre, Acapulco. Now, Acapulco, before Cancun or Iztapa had all these budget travel, you know, charter yeah. flights from Dublin going to them, Acapulco, Acapulco was the famous place because maybe of, you know, Sinatra and Presley and Judy Garland uh, and even JFK. It's where he honeymooned with his yeah. dear wife, Jackie. Um, so it was immortalised in the TV series. Remember Love Boat and, yeah. and Fun in Acapulco? And you can imagine what it is. First... Famous for those divers, so soaring cliffs, phenomenal beaches, um, and the, again, it's you're looking for you got the modern area, you know, which you either want to avoid or if you like staying in a modern resort place. But you got this old um, town, the old the, sort of the old pueblo, the old market Socolo, which is the old uh, town square, which comes alive at night with like street performers and mariachis and sidewalk cafes and. Festivals, religious festivals, you know, bringing icons and statues through the streets on regular occasions. But also, just next to it is the, the a fort, a 17th century fort, Fuerto de San Diego, which was used. So Mexico and uh, in the 17th century, Mexico and the Philippines had a busy trading uh, route between them. But the British buccaneers, the British and the the English and the Dutch buccaneers were constantly pirates raiding it. So this was the fort to try and protect the area. And it was knocked down by an earthquake at some point uh, in the 18th century, but then rebuilt in 1776. And it's gorgeous to see. It's like it's perfectly preserved. So... Yeah, within that area, you're going to have... I mean, it's a vast coast, but each area... I'm only I'm talking about the resort places because that's where you're going to find the hotels. But if you have your little car, you could there's tiny little fishing villages between each between Puerto Vallarta, Mazatlan, and Acapulco, okay. which will have total, total you know traditional food, traditional culture, and fishing fishing All villages. Right. Mexico mm-hmm. with um, Moncom again. You'll be back next week with God knows where. But mm-hmm. one thing is sure, we'll probably be in Ireland. Uh, so there'll be no whales and no mariachis and no sombreros. Moncom every Tuesday in travel.